Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? Gosh, it's so crazy how fast time flies when you're having fun. And we've been having a heck of a lot of fun. So many different storylines going on in the Big Sky Conference. So many different interviews to get to. This is our interviews pod for the week. I am Coulter Nuanas. You can always find these on the Big Sky Breakdown, available on all your various podcast hosting platforms, as well as always on SkylineSportsMT.com. Our interviews this week in order. Andy Thompson, the head coach of Sacramento State. He's a first-year head coach, but he's been in the Big Sky for a really long time. Coach Thompson brings the Hornets to Washington Grizzly Stadium for a Saturday night game under the lights. It's going to be a blackout, so that should be pretty fun for both sides involved. And also a game with big-time Big Sky title ramp both sides. Balls are here from Chris Ball, who's the head coach of Northern Arizona. Coach Ball's team have won three Big Sky games, all three against ranked opponents, at least at the time of the game, and they're 3-2 and two in league, even though they're only 3-5 and five overall. His team comes to Bozeman to take on the Montana State squad coming off their first league loss in more than a year. That's certainly hungry to get back on track. We're also going to hear from Northern Arizona center Johnny Bortorf. He's a team captain, a former D2 transfer, and has a a very interesting story. When I reached out to Northern Arizona to get a Chris Ball interview, I said, hey, I want to put the the player in your hands. You let me know what you think, and uh, that's what they came back with. So anytime that you got an offensive lineman who is the the sports information department's choice for an interview, uh, I think you know it's going to be a good interview. So looking forward to sharing that one with you guys as well. Then we're going to hear from Marshall Martin. His second appearance of the year so far. And Marshall, a senior tight end at Sacramento State, a two-time first-team All-American, and many say one of the best NFL prospects in the Big Sky Conference. We'll also hear from Nolan Askelson. He's a senior captain for the Montana State Bobcats, the proud wearer of the number 41 legacy jersey there uh, at MSU. We'll hear from Riley Wilson, the Big Sky Conference Defensive Player of the Week this week a Montana Grizz linebacker. And we'll also hear from Jackson Lee, one of the Highway 1 boys. I love this new nickname for Jackson Lee and Braxton Hill. If you've never driven Highway 1, some call it the Pintler Highway. It's between Phillipsburg and Anaconda, an absolutely gorgeous stretch of land here in the Treasure State. And pretty cool that the uh, the Highway 1 boys, Jackson Lee of Phillipsburg and Braxton Hill of Anaconda, each had pick sixes last week in Montana's 40 nothing win over Northern Colorado. So you'll hear from Jackson Lee as well. This is the Big Sky Breakdown, our interviews podcast for the week, SkylineSportsMT.com. Thanks so much for listening. Well, we're into November, and how fun is November going to be? We got a whole bunch of big-time matchups coming up, including one Saturday night under the lights at Washington Grizzly Stadium. Sacramento State, the number seven team in the FCS, plays at Montana, number four in the FCS. I feel like every week we're talking about top 10 matchups. Head coach of the Sac State Hornets, Andy Thompson, joins us yet again here uh, on Nuanas Now. Coach, appreciate you taking so much time today and throughout the season. Uh, first of all, what do you think of just about the way that the league's going so far? I mean, it's been kind of uh, all over the place, and uh, we still have four teams, at least four teams, uh, in contention for the Big Sky title and four teams ranked in the top seven in the United States right now in the FCS. So, I mean, what have you thought of the league so far? Uh, very competitive, um, really good football, good coaching each week. You know, there's presenting different challenges with scheme. I know for us, the last couple of weeks, going from, you know, a team that ran the ball a lot um, to a team that was, you know, throwing the ball a lot. Just the league's got a little bit of everything, and, and I'm sure it's exciting for fans to watch. As a coach, it's it's uh, a challenge to get your guys ready to go every week, but it's a lot of fun and enjoyed it. Well, that's an interesting fold, right, is the, just from a defensive perspective. And you've been a defensive coordinator and a defensive coach in this league for so long. 
there is such variable styles, right? And, and one week you might play Montana State, who wants to run the ball all the time, and then the next week you play Idaho State like you guys did last week, and, you know, they want to throw it every down. So, I mean, the mental adjustments, how important is it for guys to be able to sort of plan and, and adjust on the fly? How challenging is it to make game plans in this league? It's definitely a challenge, and then, you know, um, not just game plans, but the, the players you go against, um, the different styles, you know, on offense or defense. Um, you know, even, you know, you look at defensive styles from well, Montana State with four down, and, and, and then you go to Idaho State that's playing 3-3-5, three, three, and then this week, you know, Montana's in, you know, their structure with their, their three down front, four down front. And so, yeah, both sides of the ball, same thing in the kicking game. Um, just those are big, and then just the amount of, of personnel changes each week you know two weeks in a row we faced you know you have teams that are using multiple quarterbacks multiple running backs i think we we had six different running backs you know carry a ball last week so we're in the same boat as everybody else but that yeah that is a challenge to to get your guys prepared to what they might see and what they actually are going to see so you do have to be able to have players that can make adjustments in game and, and, and you also have to have players that consistently um work in practice so that you're continuing to improve well, last week, uh, you guys had a, an awesome performance against what was one of the hottest teams in the league in Idaho State, and, and you took care of business 51-16. And uh, I know uh, sort of the emergence of a, of a young quarterback that kind of had a breakout performance. So, I mean, just take us through uh, your guys' win a week ago. I thought we played our best team um, second half as a team, you know, best half of football we played. Um, where offense, defense, and special teams were playing against a, a good opponent. Idaho State was giving us some challenges, but I thought in the second half we did a good job. I did think, and you probably can't tell from you know the TV copier, but the wind was a huge factor, and we had the wind in the third quarter, and it was whipping pretty good, and we took advantage of that on uh, on all three phases. You know, with our kicking game, being able to kick it deep and creating you know good field position, and then we we're able to get some takeaways. So, and then it had some explosive plays, and I do think that's you know. Kind of our recipe is is those three things is, is you know create good field position win the turnover battle and and have explosive plays and so i thought for one half of football we did really well now it'd be, it'd be great if we could do that for two halves we haven't really done that yet this year we've we've had pockets where the offense plays well and the defense struggles or the defense plays well and the offense struggles same thing with the special team so looking to try to put a four quarter game together but i did think we did well for for a half last week Andy Thompson here on Nuanas Now. He's the head coach of the Sac State Hornets. They are in Missoula Saturday night. Yet another Big Sky After Dark game for all of you fans out there. These night games are going to be the death of me, but uh, they're fun for everybody else out there. I know they are. What, what do you think of night games, Coach? I don't spend a lot of time thinking about it because, um, <laughs> you know, they don't ask my opinion. Uh, you're one of the only people who ask my opinion. They just schedule the games and they tell us, hey, this is when you show up. I know I love coaching. I love Saturdays if it's night or in the morning. Um, just like you, if you get done early in the day, you actually feel like you might have a little bit of normalcy where you sit on the couch and you see your kids and you talk to them instead of getting home at you know 3 o'clock in the morning or whatever, we're going to get home. Um, but I feel like, man, I'm coaching football, so I can't complain much about when we get to do that. Um, for a, for a living because I'm, I'm I do really enjoy my job. It's hard to complain when you're involved in football and you get to be inspired by all these young guys all the time. It's a yep. it's a pretty good gig, man. Well, t- take <laughs> us through uh, take us through just the the dynamic there at quarterback. I mean, Caden Bennett has been great for you guys so far, and Lugtuck maybe got banged up a little bit. No need to reveal that either way. But what do you think of Carson Conklin coming in and having such a great debut? I mean, a freshman throwing for 235 yards and three touchdowns, pretty impressive. 
yeah, I thought I thought both those guys have, have, have done a great job. And, and Carson Camp played earlier in the year, and he actually played last week too. And so I feel like we've got three really good quarterbacks that do a great job, and, and all of them are at different stages of their career. And, you know, we're lucky to have those guys. And, and uh, whoever's in there, the goal is the same, is, is to try to score points. And, and how we do that and how efficiently we do that really helps our team a ton. But very excited about all of them. And I think all of them at different parts of the year – I'm talking even, you know, during training camp, have really improved. And uh, I, I like the development. Coach Frescas has done a great job with them. Um, it's not an easy offense all the time because we, we ask them to do a bunch of different things. And uh, I'm, I'm seeing improvement just like our team. You know, it takes a lot to make the quarterback play well. You know, other guys got to play around him. But I do think uh, that second half and even early, you know, the, the first drive uh, we had with KB when it went down the field and scored um, – there was definitely progress uh, from from where we've been at. Well, coming into November now, we have all sorts of different crossover matchups and a whole bunch of different scenarios. I know everybody that's uh, still fighting for this Big Sky title certainly is just trying to take care of business of what's in front of them. But, um, I mean, what do you think of just the opportunity your team has uh, starting with your, your game in Missoula on Saturday night? A great opportunity, a fun environment for the players and coaches to go to in the fact that, you know, it's uh, so electric in that stadium. And so I know our guys always uh, look forward to getting an opportunity to play in front of people. And, and um, so that'll be, that'll be fun. That's a challenge. Um, definitely. It's so loud in that stadium. So you got to be ready to go. And so um, I'm really look excited, excited for our guys to, uh, you know, step up to the challenge. It's going to be a heck of a challenge when you're playing a team that's seven and one has been so dominant especially the last three games they've really really played good football and coach Hauk does such a good job in, in in all three areas special teams offense defense and but you know that's that's why you're in football is, is for again saturdays in the fall especially in november when when games matter so gotta have a great week of practice and, and I, I know the guys will be coming out and, and competing this week and be ready to go Andy thompson here on espn radio he's the head coach of sacramento state they're in missoula uh, on Saturday night. And Coach, it's uh, very few and far between teams that have three-game winning streaks over the Grizz, pretty much in the modern era ever. And uh, it's also very rare that anybody has three-game winning streaks when Bobby Houck is the head coach of the Grizz. But uh, you guys at Sac State, you got both. So, I mean, does that play a factor in this week's game? And if so, how? No, it doesn't at all. Different team, different coaches, different players. You know, week to week, everything, you know, changes, um, you know, who's playing and who's not playing. So don't spend a lot of time on the past. Um, I do think our guys, um, again, have, have, have continued to try to improve this year. And I hope, you know, we have a chance to do that. But, no, nothing from the past really affects anything from this game going forward. we gotta we got to do a good job. And um, I appreciate you, you know, you know, recognizing our program for what we've done i'm not i'm not ignoring that but it won't have any factor on this saturday's game well let's talk about the matchup then because uh, i think it's going to be an awesome one uh, we'll, we'll first start with uh, where montana's made so much hay not only this year but uh, most of the time and that's on defense and uh, their defense uh, I, i'm so impressed with a variety of factors but but mostly just how well they tackle and how hard they play so when, when you turn on the grizz film what do you see and uh I mean, what is the sort of first step to preparing for uh, such an aggressive attack like they run? I think it starts up the middle, you know, with uh, number 99, um, and then it works back. 
you know, with 37 and 42 and, you know, 35, all those guys. And then their safeties have, have really played well also in their corners. And I, I do think, you know, their, their scheme's a little bit different this year. Mm-hmm. New DC, um, I do think they're doing some, some good things with, you know, zone coverage and how they're, how they're um, attacking offenses. Um, and they're, they're very well coached on that side of the ball with multiple positions. So again, I think, I think the combination of guys, like you said, that just, just don't play hard. I don't think that's given them enough credit. They have great technique, um, but they also are, are putting really good positions it makes it tough to move the football against them so we're gonna have to be sound and we're gonna have to be fun our fundamentals are gonna have to be good and uh, uh it's a tough challenge but again i i do think they do a good job of putting their players in a good spot and their players do a really good job of executing calls and tackling and on the other side several different iterations of what we've seen out of montana offensively and uh, saw and you know like like sac state saw the emergence of a freshman quarterback coming last week against Northern Colorado and maybe back to a two-quarterback scheme there for, for Montana. We'll see. But uh, what do you see on the Grizz offense and what are the challenges on that side? Kind of kind of very similar. You know, they have a bunch of different schemes that they can attack you with. QB run, um, throwing the football, running the ball. I'm really, really impressed with their running back, um, number 10. I think he's he's as good as one they've had in, in a long time, and he's been really explosive. And I, I do think, you know, it's it starts with that, you know, their, their run game. If you don't take care of that, you're going to get a heavy dose of it. I just watched our game from last year. I think they ran the ball 52 times against us. And so you got to be ready to go, uh, stopping the run. And then, yeah, Ayad, he's, he's, he's a... I know his dad, and he actually visited us last year kind of unofficially, and he was out here doing some camps, and he's a good player. We were recruiting him, um, but he committed to, to Montana. But they've got two good quarterbacks, probably really three, that they can play. So they give you a lot of different looks, and uh, it, it, like I've talked about, it's, it's a challenge to go against them. Well, I know I've asked you this many times throughout your, your career, but, uh, I mean, I know you got a lot of ties to Missoula. You played football here. Uh, you're married to a gal from here. So, I mean, what's it like coming back here now as a head coach this year? Uh, it doesn't, doesn't feel any different right <laughs> yeah. now. Uh, I'm so busy trying to, to help our team prepare. I haven't thought a ton about it other than, you know, I get a chance to see some family. My wife's you know, definitely going to head on the trip with us. Uh, my, my son actually has got a championship Pop Warner game, so he, two of my sons will be here because they got that going. So won't have the whole family there. Um, they actually have never been in the stadium. Uh, my oldest, I think, one time, so they're not going to get to go. But it is it is uh, fun to see family when I go. But more importantly, you know, it's, it's my job to have our team ready and prepared. And um, it just happens to be in Montana this week. So I'm really focused on that part of it. Well, it's always a great experience. Uh, for teams just because it is such a great venue and it's going to be uh, rocking Saturday night for sure. So, I mean, how do you hope yeah. your team embraces the experience and what are the keys of the matchup overall for Sacramento State? Yeah, I, I do think you got to handle, you know, um, going in the stadium because they, they create a ton of momentum when they make plays. And so you got to be able to really be mindful and, and uh, stay in the next play and not let, you know, one bad play create uh, another bad play. And so we'll talk about being mindful. We'll talk about being resilient. I think those two things will be a huge part of, of our success or not success. Um, and then you, you really do, um, you have to play all three phases together. You can't just have one side of the ball that does well or, or doesn't do well. You got to play as a team and that'll be critical. And so, you, you know, you heard me talk, you know, field position, you know, takeaways and, and explosive plays are a huge part, either getting that done or eliminating that from your opponent. So those are the things we'll be talking about all week. He's Andy Tops, the head coach of Sacramento State, the Hornets in Missoula, Saturday night coach. 
We appreciate the time, as always. Safe travels. Best of luck on Saturday. and look forward to seeing you, but uh, thanks for being here. All right. Appreciate you having me on. Have a great one. Blackfoot Communications continues to lift up our local entrepreneurs, delivering the resources needed to transform ideas into businesses. Our C2M beta program was founded with the mission to connect local entrepreneurs to more. With access to more professional expertise, more state-of-the-art technology, and more development resources, our 12-week program delivers the foundational and modern skills required to transform influential ideas into thriving businesses. Apply today at goblackfoot.com apply. Join Town Pump's Pump It Up Rewards Plus program and never pay full price for fuel again. Save five cents on every gallon every day at any Town Pump across Montana. Plus, earn and redeem points on your favorite in-store items to get free stuff with our clubs. Stop in and pick up a rewards card. Download the Pump It Up Rewards Plus app today. Or visit townpump.com slash rewards to register and start saving. Nuwana's now ESPN Radio, and our Big Sky Conference football coverage continues. We're in November. There's a whole bunch of big-time games, including two in the state of Montana and one at Bobcat Stadium in Bozeman, Northern Arizona. In Bozeman to take on Montana State, head coach of NAU, the Lumberjacks, Chris Ball, joins us now here on Nuwana's Now. Coach, we really appreciate the time, man. How you doing? Doing great. How are you? Uh, very well. Uh, first of all, it's been fun following your team. You guys have played really well in Big Sky Conference play. And, you know, you've knocked off three ranked teams uh, during this uh, slate so far, and and also took Sacramento State down the wire as well. So, what have you thought of your team's performance the last five weeks? I know it was a tough non-conference for you guys. How have you been able to turn the page and uh, and be really competitive in league play? Yeah, just uh, you know, um, you know, we got some guys that have been in the program a while. We've matured as a football team uh, coming this season. Um, you know, uh, lost our quarterback to the portal last year, so we've been playing with a young couple of young quarterbacks. Uh, what's hurt us at times, but um, you know, for the most part, pretty pleased about where we're at um, right now in this part of our season. We've had one of the toughest schedules in the country, uh, so we've had to. Play some pretty good teams. Uh, obviously, our conference schedule, we play all the ranked teams this year, and uh, uh, every team we've played on the road so far has been ranked. So it's been a tough schedule, but, uh, you know, I think it's made us better. Uh, it prepares us for a road game, you know, coming up this weekend up there in uh, in Bozeman. Uh, but, but very pleased right now where we're at. Last time we talked, it was leading up to the game against Montana, and that seemed like that was really a turning point for you guys. I've since talked to – uh, Aaron Flugrad after that game, and, and he said that it was just such a jolt of confidence for you guys, and that confidence is such an important part of of what you guys like to do. So, I mean, uh, does, just take us through how pivotal that Montana win was for you guys right out the gates in Big Sky play, and maybe how that set the tone for uh, this good run in the, in the league so far. Yeah, you know, anytime you can beat um, you know one of the better teams in our league, uh, gives you momentum and gives you confidence. Uh, especially with, with some of the young guys that we're playing with, you know, anytime that uh, you can, can uh, beat one of those teams that, you know, you, you're, you're striving to be, um, it really, really helps you and keeps you pointing in the right direction. Well, let's talk about this matchup then uh, this weekend. You guys are coming to Bozeman, uh, take on one of the top teams, not only in the conference, but in the country. So uh, Montana State obviously coming off their first league loss in a little while. So uh, well, first of all, what did you th- just think of the uh, the game in Idaho, and, and can you take anything from that matchup into into this week that's an advantage for NAU? 
Well, you know, you, you, you turn on tape, you, there's not, you know, Montana state doesn't have very many weaknesses. You know, they're strong in, in all, all three phases and uh, every position, you know, it's hard to find a weakness. Um, you know, I thought, you know, they had a chance to, to tie the game there at the end that they missed a couple field goals. Uh, the one at the end and one earlier in the game, uh, you know, that, that they make those and they, they end up winning that game. Uh, you know, I thought it was a great game to watch. It was very entertaining. Uh, two really good football teams going at it. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, uh, Montana State came up short, but uh, I don't think that really reflects what type of team they are. You know, the uh, that was a great game. And like I said, they had a chance to win it at the end. Uh, and then didn't happen. And uh, but on tape, you know, they're physical. Like I said, there aren't any weaknesses. Uh, their their front four defensively are very very talented. We know about the quarterbacks. You know, the quarterbacks are uh, are great great players, and not only great players, but great people. You know, um, I've had the opportunity to talk to both of them uh, at length. Um, well, while I'm here here at uh, NAU, uh, we bump into them at media days and after games, and uh, quality quality kids and. Uh, coach does a great job of coaching their football team. They're well, not only are they talented, they're well coached. And so, um, you know, watching that Idaho Montana state game, you know, you see two great teams playing and I think they just came up a little short. Chris Paul here on Nuanas now ESPN radio. He's the head coach of Northern Arizona lumberjacks up at Bobcat stadium on Saturday afternoon, take on Montana state. Uh, you mentioned uh, the, the quarterbacks, and and there's a there's been so many different quarterbacks that have played in the Big Sky so far this year. You guys have played several different guys. Montana State usually plays two. Montana's played at least three guys now. I mean, on down the line, Sac State's playing a couple guys. Idaho State's playing a couple guys. There's very few teams that seems in the league that are just playing one. So, I mean, what do you think of sort of this this trend? And and, and also on the Northern Arizona side of things, uh, why have you guys been able to have success with a couple different guys under center? Well, you know, I think it started with Troy Taylor there at Sac State. You know, totally. they had those two guys. And um, you watch that, and you got a runner, you got a thrower, you know, you got a runner, a guy that can manage it. Um, you know, it creates some issues. You know, it's, it just makes more that you got to prepare for. Uh, and if you got a guy that can run it, and you can run the plus front one runs with your quarterback, I mean, it gives you a, a different way to attack people. And then as a defense trying to defend that, you got to figure out how to fit all that stuff up. And then all of a sudden you bring in a guy that can sling it. Well, then that just adds more to your defensive package. So um, it, it makes it hard on defenses. You know, being a defensive coordinator in the past, you know, anytime you got a running quarterback uh, that can not just scramble, but can run quarterback power, quarterback counter, um, can can be like a running back back there. It creates a lot of issues. And then all of a sudden you're going to change the pace and bring in a guy that's going to manage the game and, the guy that can throw it downfield or make the throws necessary to move the chains, well, then that that's just adding more to your defensive package. So um, it makes it tough. It makes it tough. And, you know, it, there's a trend, I think, across the country sure. now that people are going to the two-quarterback system. And uh, uh, I think, you know, not only does it create problems, but also takes hits off your quarterbacks, you know, when you're you're playing different guys and asking the runner to run and asking the passer or the game manager to – to, to pass or imagine the game, it's it's um, taking hits and, 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 and plays off your quarterback. So um, if you can do it, I think it's, it's a trend. I think it's a good thing. You know, we've had success doing it, and it works for us. 
um, I think if you can do it, I think it, it creates a lot of problems for defenses. Certainly, it seems like it could be a nightmare to game plan for. I, I like what you said there, too, uh, just getting more good athletes on the field, keeping some hits off some guys as well. I mean, the one thing that seems like could be a, a drawback is, is just having one guy that gets into a rhythm. So how do you sort of mitigate that part? I mean, how do you make sure that uh, anybody that gets in the game can, can sort of find a flow? Well, you know, it happened to us last week. We, we were playing Davis and uh, got in, you know, we, we were having a hard time getting in the offensively. And uh, we got in at halftime, and uh, we thought that to, to go with Angel gives us the best chance to win the football game because he was playing the best at the time. So we won with him, and it worked out. You know, I think you just – the guy gets hot, let him go. <laughs> let him go, you know, let him be the guy. And uh, I tell you what the hard thing about it, and I, I think you've got to have some kids that are team guys too. I think that's a lot of it. You know, a lot of these – if you don't have the right chemistry on your team, then it's going to affect your team because people start getting selfish. You know, they start wanting the ball more. They want more reps, this and that, instead of what's best for the team. So I think team chemistry and your culture has a lot to do with that too. Um, not every team can do that just because their culture is not, not ready for that. So uh, that's what's impressive uh, about Montana State is they've been playing with these two guys for uh, a while now. And they're both they're 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 very successful, and uh, both of them play at an extremely high level. So you don't see the selfishness that you might see on other football teams, and that's a tribute to their coaching staff. Chris Ball here on Nuanas Now. He's the head coach of Northern Arizona. They are in Bozeman on Saturday, taking on Montana State. Let's talk just about the the matchups in this game. Then I mean, you mentioned Montana State has a very deep and talented roster, and uh, that's certainly true. Um, is there any favorable aspects of this, Thor? I guess, what do you think are just the key elements to, to, to taking on Montana State? I mean, I think Idaho showed a, a pretty good formula last week, just possessing the ball as much as they did and also doing a heck of a job slowing down Bobcat uh, run games. So, I mean, what do you think are some of the, the keys for your squad in this matchup? Yeah, you know, they're, they're the best offense in the country. I think they're scoring 42 points a game. I think they, they're, they're – um, you know, time of possession is good. They got to, you know, they're rushing for a ton of yards. Um, the the deal is you, you got to keep, you've got to sustain drives offensively. You got to keep their offense off the field. You know, you got to take care of the football. Defensively, you got to create takeaways and you got to get off the field on third and fourth down. Uh, you just can't give them any extra possessions because they're going to score points. So I thought, you know, the Idaho did, Idaho did a great job of doing that. Um, limiting their possessions um, by taking care of the ball and uh, managing the clock, um, which, you know, some teams can do and some teams can't, you know. But but they're good on defense too. I mean, God forbid you get to a third and long, a third and uh, seven plus against these guys, and, and, you know, they've been winning majority of those reps this year. So uh, you've got to keep it manageable. Uh, you've got to be able to run the ball against them. Uh, you can't turn it over. And then defensively, you got to get off the field on third down, third and fourth down, and you've got to be able to create some takeaways somewhere along the line. So, um, you know, but if they're on the field, they're going to score. They're going to score. Uh, they're very, very talented. And, uh, you know, the, 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 Tommy does a great job. He's a phenomenal player. And then they bring in the other guy, and the other guy is a phenomenal player. So, I mean, um, you got your handful. It's assignment football. You know, it's option football. So everybody's got a job to do, and, uh, you've got to do it, and then you got to get them down. You know, if you're in the, if you, that guy, if one of those two guys steps up in the gap, 
that you're in and you, you need to make the play. And uh, then they throw the running back in there and the running back's talented. So, I mean, it's just one guy after another. But I think the key is just to, to manage your reps on offense. Well, last thing for you then, uh, th- this has been a wild Big Sky Conference race already, and I do think that the way that the scheduling has played out now, we're going to have a, a, a champion that's n- not undefeated. I think that's good. I think it's a testament to the, just the just the depth of the league and, and how many teams can be competitive in the Big Sky. But, I mean, what do you guys think of, of just your opportunity here, you know, playing one of the top ten teams in the country on the road and, and to still have a lot out in front of you? Yeah, I think it's a great opportunity for us. You know, it keeps us alive in the race. Um, I, I agree with you. We, you know, we sort of beat beat, beat each other up. You know, it, it, it's the one of these. Con- this is a conference that you can't take anybody lightly. Anybody can beat you. And right now, we're all sort of jumbled up right here towards the end. And there's a lot of big games. Our our game with with Montana State, and um, I think Sac State's got Montana. Is that right? That's and, right. Yep. Um, I mean, and I mean, uh, it's it's uh, it is as tough as there is in the country. And uh, you know, we to, for us to stay alive, we got to win this football game. And uh, you know, talk, we win this one, we're still in it. You know, we still got a chance to, to play the playoffs, but we have still got to play Northern Colorado again, a team that we've struggled with in the past. And then you got Eastern Washington at their place. So it's it's um, you know, I think everybody every week, you know, it's tough. It's tough. It doesn't matter who you're playing. You need to show up and play and. Uh, you're right. We beat each other up, and I don't. There's not going to be an undefeated uh, conference champion here. And it might be. There might be. It could end up with a team with two losses. There could be a bunch of us tied at the end. So um, it's crazy. Uh, it's awesome. I think it's great. <laughs> it's phenomenal. There, there's. You talk about a, a great level of football. This is a great level of football that's being played in our conference week in and week out. And uh, you know. It, it's they say well it's the SEC of FCS and uh, shoot it's better than that you know we all got chances every week to win and uh, the coaching's great and the talent is even better the talent is phenomenal in this league you've got to have good players to win this league you have to have good players so it's fun to be in it's a challenge week in week out and uh, you know this is the level of football I think right now across our country that, that is pure and it is extremely competitive, and uh, it, it, it's fun to be involved in, let me tell you. Well, we certainly love it, too, and I love those words from Chris Ball, Northern Arizona head coach, his team in Bozeman, take out Montana State on Saturday afternoon. Coach, appreciate the time, as always, and uh, best of luck on Saturday. Yeah, looking forward to it, and um, uh, really, really appreciate being on. Have me on more often, please. You got it. We will. Thanks so much for being here. Okay, thank you. For unquestionably committed coverage of Montana, Montana State, and Big Sky Conference athletics from a homegrown local source, you can count on Skyline Sports. The grassroots news-gathering organization is owned and operated by Coulter and Brooks Nuanas, a pair of Missoula natives and University of Montana graduates. For the best sports journalism in the state, you can choose to buy local when you choose to buy Skyline Sports. For $8 a month or $90 a year, you can get the best coverage available at SkylineSportsMT.com. Skyline Sports, every day, every season. Well, this is fun. We actually debuted our Big Sky Spotlight this year with Marshall Martin. He's the 
All-American tight end at Sacramento State. And now here we are into the first week of November, and he's back for another appearance. we got a top 10 game playing out in Missoula on Saturday evening. Marcel, thanks for joining us, man. How you doing? I'm great. How about yourself? I'm all good. Good, man. Well, appreciate you for taking a minute for us. First of all, just take us through your senior season. I know it's uh, it's always an interesting time. You're trying to enjoy the moment, but also you guys are chasing big goals and big dreams. So, um, I mean, how have you tried to do that? Why? How have you tried to kind of, kind of let it all soak in? It's like building a house. You got to take it piece by piece, brick by brick, you know, with the team and everyone coming together. We get better throughout the season, jailing together with the offense, defense, special teams, all three phases coming together on one team. So it's been great building it. And each week we get to see what the work we put in and see how it goes. So it's great. Well, I know you guys had the, the tough loss two weeks ago to Montana State, but bounced back in a big way and exploded offensively last week for 51 points against Idaho State. So uh, what was the key to the turnaround? How are you guys able to perform so well last week? Just being resilient, not letting, letting that loss get to our heads and just staying who we are, Sacramento State football. We're going to be us every single Saturday night. So we just know that we have to play our game, don't let nobody else affect us, and just keep our head down. Everything should be good. Well, what do you think of just uh, the, the, the stuff you guys got in front of you? I know you're squarely concentrated on this game against Montana on Saturday night, but you guys are in the mix for the Big Sky title again and, and certainly – inside track at least right now of the playoffs so i mean what do you think of just sort of the scenarios that are playing out and then just the position you guys have put yourselves in coming into this last month of the year it's just the training and preparation that led us and got us here we had a little adversity throughout the season but we still goals at the end of the year we still have a lot of things we still have to fulfill and be great at so it's just every week we put the work in and the outcome should be on our side if we go full speed every every time we should be good Sac State tight end, Marshall Martin, joining us here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as uh, SWX Montana Television. He's our Big Sky Spotlight this week, Sac State in Missoula to play under the lights. I know last week, too, one of the key storylines coming out of it was just the fact that he had this young quarterback step in and, and ball out. Carson Conklin throws for 235 and three touchdowns in his first college action. So what'd you think of the freshman? His preparation. He took it serious throughout the week. He had the he had his name called up, and they let him know that he should stay ready, and he stayed ready for sure. He took the opportunity and made the best out of it. And I'm happy for him. Uh, I'm happy for the coaches for letting him play, and it was just great to see him explode on Saturday. Well, it seems like you guys have a good connection right away, too, because you had one of your best games of the year, over 100 yards receiving, kind of touchdown. So what were you seeing? How was it working out for you? Uh, it was great. It felt like practice out there. Uh, everything was working smooth. He was making great reads, went through his check down. So he did his job, and I'm always going to do my job. So it was great for him to have a great night for him. Well, I know you, you had such big seasons the last several years. I mean, 12 touchdowns last year was, I think, the top mark among tight ends in the entire country. So um, have you seen extra attention this year? Have you seen teams defending you differently, or how's it been so far just in terms of the way teams are, are treating you? It's just football. Defense is going to play defense, and we're going to try to score. So every team, it plays a little different, but at the end of the day, it's still going to be me against them and just playing football. No doubt about it. Uh, let's talk about this matchup then on Saturday night. Uh, first of all, I mean, when you think Montana, you guys have had a lot of success against Montana during your career. I think you're undefeated against the Grizz. So uh, what comes to mind when you first think of, of uh, the Grizzlies? Resilient. Keep her head down. We know there's going to be a lot of distractions. There's always a lot of distractions this week with the media and all the other stuff. But we just have to make sure we stay down, keep our head down, and roll into Montana with our game. 
we should be good. Well, you guys have come here to Missoula before and had success, certainly. Um, so, I mean, can you draw from that experience? And do you give any advice to the younger guys that maybe haven't been uh, to Missoula? We just giving them tell the guys that it's gonna be it's gonna be very loud. That's the first thing we tell them. It's gonna be it's gonna be loud. So it's gonna be us against them. So everything we do, we have to make sure it's all together, and all units should be able to attack the field, and we should be strong. It should be good. Well, uh, the Grizz certainly hang their hats on their defense. So I mean, what have you seen just in the preparation for Montana's defense so far this week? Uh, they're great with their defense. Uh, they're a little. They have a different defensive coordinator, so they're not as too strong with their blitzing, but they still blitz a lot. So that's going to be a little challenge to cover that. But everything should be cool. Preparation for this week, it should be good. Uh, just keys for you guys? I mean, what's your mentality coming into Missoula? And how excited are you to just play in the lights and, and play in another one of these big-time after-dark games? Uh, I'm I'm very excited. This is going to be actually one of my game, my first games that's like under 50 degrees or like below. So yeah, it's going to be my first one. But I kind of like the cold games. That's where I feel like my my skills come out. <laughs> so it should be great. Well, awesome. I just keys for you guys then. Uh, if you're going to come into Missoula and get a win. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What What do you think will be the keys? Uh, the keys staying down playing Sacramento State football. Keeping our head down, just playing us, being our game, staying focused. We should be great. We gotta love it, man. Appreciate uh, the time, and uh, also appreciate your focus, man. I can tell you're uh, you're ready for this one. So have some fun on Saturday. Thanks for being here. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Old Works Golf Course is one of the most challenging tracks you will find anywhere in Montana, and that's why they host so many of the premier golf tournaments around the Treasure State. The 18-hole course measures at more than 7,700 yards, making it one of the longest courses in the Big Sky State. The Jack Nicholas design comes from one of the best players of all time and one of the world's leading course designs. Jack Nicholas has designed over 310 courses, including this gem located in Anaconda, Montana. Although right now, golf season is coming to a close, the Old Works Golf Course PGA Improvement Center, featuring PGA professional Andrew Alamey, is now open all winter. Andrew can help you with expert swing and mental coaching, plus custom club fitting, and they have multiple state-of-the-art track band simulators. If you're ready to get into golf or take your game to the next level, call Old Works 406-563-5989. And be sure to check out Jack's Grill while you're there. Jack's Grill is also open year-round. Old Works Golf Course, a gem of the Treasure State, located in Anaconda. To Montana. Well, Big Sky Breakdown, SkylineSportsMT.com. Head now for our Big Sky Spotlight, where we highlight various different storylines from around the Big Sky Conference and Northern Arizona are coming up to Montana. The Lumberjacks playing at Bobcat Stadium in Bozeman against a Montana State team that's certainly licking its wounds after uh, falling last week 24-21. First Big Sky Conference loss in a couple seasons for Montana State. Uh, Northern Arizona, a team that's uh, been very good against ranked opponents so far this year. Three wins over ranked opponents. Lumberjacks 3-2 uh, and two overall in Big Sky Conference play on their way up to Bozeman. We're joined now by Johnny Vatorf. He's a uh, senior center, I guess a junior center, fourth-year uh, junior center there at Northern Arizona. And uh, guys new to the program there this season at NAU. Johnny, thanks for joining us, man. How you doing? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Uh, really exciting and really excited for the game this weekend. Well, first of all, just take me through Northern Arizona's season. You guys had a really tough non-conference, but then I know that there was a lot of stuff that, that changed, and you guys really coalesced and had a great win over Montana and then been very competitive in Big Sky Conference play, not only wins over 
Montana Weber and UC Davis, who were all ranked at the time, but also uh, just a one-point loss to, to Sac State as well. So you've been in the mix pretty much every weekend since Big Sky Conference play started. Uh, what was the biggest turning point once conference play began for you guys? Yeah, you know, I think uh, going through the non-conference schedule, those first three games for us, I mean, there were so many new guys on the team. We obviously hit the hit the portal pretty hard uh, last spring and this summer. It was just finding an identity for us, especially offensively. You know, we our defense really, really played well uh, most of those games. And so for us offensively, it was kind of, you know, I know last season NAU, their heavy pass team wouldn't, wouldn't, uh, wasn't much of a run the ball kind of team. And we got some new coaches and stuff. So it was kind of about finding our scheme, finding what fits us, finding like what, what we're good at and everything. Cause we were kind of a, we were a little bit of a mystery to ourselves going into the season. And then, you know, Montana really, really set the pace for us uh, just becoming a hard nose, kind of running the football team, trying to sustain drives and, and, and keeping the other team's offense off the field. Those are, those are the big things. And then, you know, obviously after that non-conference late, getting to conference play, we kind of had to, I mean, starting 0-3 was tough. You kind of had to look at those games and say, okay, like we can just treat that like the preseason or something and, and then know that it's over and you got to flip the switch and turn it on next week. And so Montana, that game kind of got us going into, into playing well for the next couple of weeks. When it comes to just the broad scope of your guys' this season, what's keeping you motivated? What's keeping you driven? Obviously playing all these big-time opponents probably helps. Yeah, absolutely. You know, each week's been a lot of fun because obviously playing great atmospheres. And, and we knew going into the season, you know, preseason we were playing a Power 5 team and six ranked opponents. And now uh, two or three of those, if you count Sac State, Montana, and Montana State are really have been or are top five teams in the FCS. So it's, it's very motivating to know that, you know, every week you're going to have a challenge on your hands. There's not a single week where it's it's, it's going to be kind of an off week and you think you're going to have a cupcake game. And, that, and that's just the big sky, really. You know, there's there is no easy games in this conference. So so that keeps us going. And then obviously, you know, it's been an up and down season. We've had some really big wins and some, some tough losses. But, I mean, as of right now, we see it, you know, we're still in the hunt to, to grab a playoff spot if we can win out here and, and – and I like to say, you know, the fat lady ain't singing yet, so there's there's still opportunities and hope for us out there. Well, you, this is your first year in the Big Sky Conference. So what have you thought of the league so far? What have you thought of just the, uh, the level of competition and, and all the different things that come with it? Uh, it, it? It's phenomenal. Every game has been super fun. I have yet to play in a bad atmosphere. Obviously, the Sky Dome is my favorite. It's awesome. Our fans get going and pack that thing out, and it gets loud. But but playing in places like uh, Sac State and, uh, and, and Weber State and some of those have have really been phenomenal and just the competition in this conference like as fun as it is to see us win conference games and, and how tight each game are you know it's, it's as crazy to, to check your phone after the game and see who got beat and who won and, and every week it's just it's anybody's ball game it's any given Saturday really. Tell people just about your your path you're a, a division two transfer from Missouri Western there to NAU uh, how'd you find your way to, to Flagstaff what sort of led to your, your path there to, to NAU? Yeah, so so I graduated high school in, uh, in in 2019. So this is my fifth year of college football, as, as crazy it is. But I had a I had kind of a long start to my career. So 2019, I redshirted through that season, and then 2020, we really never played any games because of uh, COVID, and I got hurt that season. So that was kind of rough. So my first year of college, just never really saw the field, and then played in uh, 2021 and 2022, and played all 22 games that those those seasons at Missouri Western, which was a great place. I love that school, and then. Uh, you know, we went six and five in 21, and then five and six in 2022, and then uh, our our coach or our our school decided to, to kind of change it up, and and uh, they they fired our coaching staff at the end of the 2022 season, and at that point, you know, I was kind of like on the border of just sticking around and and and, and keep playing there, or just you know putting my name in the transfer portal and see what happened, and so I put my name on the portal uh, after the 2022 season just to see kind of what was out there, and ended up. 
uh, getting a whole bunch of offers from FCS schools and a couple of FBS schools. And, uh, yeah, I visited uh, Northern Arizona. was actually the last school I visited, but I, I loved it a lot. I loved Coach Ball. I loved the program. Flagstaff's a beautiful town. A bunch of the guys on the team, they, they were awesome, and I was just kind of all in on it after that. And so led me here to, to transfer here in January, so I got to do, you know, the winter and uh, spring ball with the team in the summer and everything, and it's been a tremendous experience ever since. What do you think of just about life in Flag? My, my family, my dad's side family is actually from Sedona, so just south of the Flag there. But I love that part of the country. What do you think of it? What's some of your favorite parts just off the field of, of just living in that area? Uh, it's, it's just just the scenery and, and, and the, the weather here, honestly, in the summer was beautiful. You know, I, I was born and raised in the Midwest, lived in uh, Indiana, Ohio, and Illinois my whole life. So coming out here, you know, I was like, I love living around the mountains and seeing that every day. Sedona's obviously gorgeous, you know, and, and the winters in Flag get cold, so you can drive – about an hour south and it gets a little bit warmer and just just the the, the scenery around here and the people is really pretty and even when I first got here just going to, to downtown Flagstaff it kind of felt like I was on vacation every day and just in a new place but it was really beautiful so that's probably my favorite things. Johnny Botorf joining us here on uh, the Big Sky Breakdown SkylineSportsMT.com he's a senior center there uh, for NAU also interesting to watch because you guys have had uh, a whole bunch of different guys take snaps from yourself, uh, you know, from uh, you know during the non-conference. Then when Adam Demonte took over, and then I know you guys uh, played a couple more quarterbacks last week as well. And I know when Daniel Britt's been healthy, he's gotten some snaps as well. So I mean, uh, how's it different when you have a different guy behind there, or is it different at all? Uh, I mean, for us up front, our job is to block for that guy and give him as much confidence as possible. So in all honesty, you know, I don't know too much of a difference. You know, we have, I think we have. Five, I mean, all five quarterbacks on our roster, I think, are, are great players, and they can get the job done any given Saturday when given an opportunity. So I don't notice too much of a difference. They just will go in there and, uh, and, and and get the job done, and I got confidence in those guys. So for me, it's just about blocking the guys in front of me and less about what's going on behind me. Well, let's talk about this matchup then. Uh, Montana State, certainly uh, one of the best defensive fronts uh, in the conference and in the country, so that'll be a, a stout challenge for you guys, but sounds like you're – you're very excited and, and uh, ready to step up for the challenge. So, I mean, just give me the scout on uh, the Bobcat defense. Yeah, obviously they're they're a super talented front. You know, we said at the beginning of the week, outside of, of maybe Arizona, they're probably the most talented and, and physically demanding front we'll see. And then they, they present a lot of different pictures defensively that'll be interesting, kind of ID in those for a run game and trying to get guys blocked in the right spots. And then th- those guys like to move around and present some different things on, on third down and passing situations. we got to kind of have our head on a solo for So we've – you know, we've been looking forward to the matchup for a long time, and, and it's going to be a good challenge, and it's, it's a challenge we're going to take head on, and, and, and we're excited for it, really. The opportunity to go get to play, you know, one of the better teams in the country and, and, and go into their place and do it is something we look forward to. So they're obviously super talented, and, and we're well aware of that. They're going to present some things, but, um, you know, I think we got a really good game plan behind us to, uh, to give us an advantage over them for sure. Well, one thing that uh, Chris Ball, Coach Ball, has told me, uh, he, he said this uh, coming out of the non-carers into the, the, uh, the conference. He said, hey, the thing that our team needs more than anything is just to find confidence and then keep confidence. And it seemed like you guys found that confidence against Montana and it's carried now uh, these last several weeks. So, I mean, how important is just being confident going into this game? Uh, really, I mean, confidence is everything for us. You know, our line coach, Coach Davis, he came here. He got here a little bit late and uh, just right before spring ball, one of the first things he told us was that, he, you know, he wants us to play confident and free because – you know, when you're not thinking that much on the field, when you don't have, you know, 10 different things you're trying to think about at the same time, you just have, you know, your assignment, you know what you're doing well, and you're prepared, you know, you're going to be able to take the right footwork, get your hands in the right place, see what's going on, see, see the defensive front in front of you and, uh, and react. So confidence is, 
is huge for us, and, and we're finding more and more of that every week, whether it's our run game getting going, uh, the RPOs off that run game. You know, our, our receiving core really does a great job. I think the whole team's just building confidence every single week, and, and it's going to help us in this late stretch. Keys for you guys uh, coming into Bozeman. I mean, what uh, what do you hope to uh, it plays out, and what are the key factors for Northern Arizona if you're going to get a win? Uh, you know, for us, it's going to be just just establishing drives, keeping their offense off the field is huge for us. That's something that we saw that Idaho did. You know, I think they had almost 42 minutes of possession. So so sustaining nice long drives. Uh, getting the run game going is going to be huge. I know Montana State will load that box up, and, and that defensive front is, is really talented. But being able to run the ball, being able to get consistent four- to five-yard gains is going to be is going to be huge for us. And just, in all honesty, just keeping our defense off the field and, and, and holding the ball. Obviously, not turning it over is huge. That's something, you know, we've, we've been okay at throughout the season, but we got to get better at As long as we don't, we can turn the ball over and sustain drives, we'll be in a, we'll be in a good spot. Johnny Botorf, joining us here on the Big Sky Breakdown. SkySportsMT.com. Johnny, thanks for being here, man. Really appreciate it. Best of luck on Saturday, but thanks for taking some time. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, really looking forward to it. Thank you again. There's a lot of things that make Montana great, from the mountains and lakes to some of the finest towns in the West. But what really makes this place special is you. Our communities are full of people who are working hard to build good lives and remarkable things. At Opportunity Bank, our passion is helping folks do just that. Together, we can make a good thing even better. Opportunity Bank of Montana. Stop by and see us or visit us online. Member FDIC. Well, time now for a Montana State Minute here on Nuanas Now. Talking all things Bobcat football, we're joined now by senior captain linebacker Nolan Askelson. He's a billing senior product and wearing the number 41 legacy number there at MSU. Nolan, thanks for taking some time, man. How you doing? I'm doing all right, man. Getting getting back to healthy here. Well, let, let's talk just about sort of the the bounce back from Saturday. You guys lost uh, at Idaho at the Kibbe Dome, and this is a sort of a unique experience, at least over these last couple of years, in terms of having to bounce back from a loss in the midst of the Big Sky Conference season. You guys have lost a couple of times, but either in the non-conference or right before the playoffs, never right in the in the middle of the season. So, I mean, what's that dynamic like, and uh, how, how did it go today? I know we're talking here on a Monday. How did it go just in terms of getting back on the practice field? Um, yeah, man, it was, it was good. Um, yeah, it's tough in the middle of the season like this, you know, usually like you said, you know, sometimes we lost right before the playoffs and had that bye to get right or we lo- lose a non-conference game and then, you know, kind of play, play a team that maybe we're a little bit better than, but, you know, in the middle of the conference, it's definitely different. Um, just got to go right back to work, man. Got to look at the film and be, be honest with ourselves, uh, see what we did wrong, see what we did well too. And, See, there's there's plenty to build on, um, a lot of easily correctable stuff that you know we just gotta gotta keep working on it and keep getting better at. And you know you don't have a lot of time to sit around sulking it, which is kind of nice. You know we're right back out here Monday making corrections and getting ready for NAU. Absolutely, uh, no no time, no rest for the weary. That's certainly for sure. Well, let's talk about some of the positives then coming out of Saturday because. The defense was on the field for 41 minutes and 18 seconds. I mean, that's an unbelievable number for you guys and. When you consider that, giving up just 24 points to one of the best offenses in the United States is a pretty darn good effort, but I know probably frustrating to be out there as long as you guys were as well. So what was it like being out there? Also, what were some of the positive takeaways you had from this last weekend? Um, yeah, man, it was – obviously it was frustrating out there at times just with the long drives they built up, and we got them in a lot of third and fourth downs and just, just couldn't get them off the field, which was definitely frustrating. But, you know, I think we did a good job uh, – 
containing the run game. I know number five Woods is is a heck of a back man. I'd say he's one of the best we've seen. I think we did a pretty good job keeping him corralled, uh, kept McCoy in the pocket, and, and made him be a passer, which obviously he's a very accurate, very good passer. But I mean, that's kind of what we wanted to do is keep him in the pocket. So, you know, we executed some parts of the game plan pretty well, but definitely some other stuff that we needed to do better. Well, still plenty uh, out in front of you uh, for you and a whole bunch of other teams in the Big Sky as well. So, I mean, what have you thought just about the Big Sky so far this year? Uh, it's been pretty unpredictable, pretty crazy, and now here we are with a whole bunch of teams still in the race for the conference title headed into November. Yeah, man, I, I love it. Um, I think mean, that's how the Big Sky should be. I think it's been a little bit different than the last few years past where it's kind of – it's been pretty top-heavy, but I think, you know, other than – you know, pretty much everybody in the conference can, can go out and win every Saturday, and you're going to get good games no matter who you're playing. So um, I love that. I love being able to compete every week. Um, and you never you know you never know who's going to come out on top of these games, and it's, it's a lot of fun to, to be a part of and to get to watch some of those other games. Nolan Askelson joining us here on ESPN Radio. He's a senior linebacker for the Montana State Bobcats. They are coming off a 24-21 loss to Idaho. They host Northern Arizona on Saturday. Uh, last thing about the here and now, and then we'll talk a little bit about your career. Um, it's into November now. I mean, this is like, like they say, the games that you remember are played in November, right? I mean, there's a million sayings that all the coaches have, and you guys have, have made a habit of playing games through November and December as well. So I still, I know there's still a lot out in front of you, but I mean, what's it like when it shifts to this month on the calendar? Man, just the urgency just picks up, man. Yeah. Everybody, you know, every, all the games start to mean a little bit more. Not that, you know, they don't mean a lot at the beginning of the season, but, you know, you just feel that urgency pick up. Um, and, you know, especially as a senior now, I'm really starting to feel, you know, it's winding down, man. we only got so many games left. So um, I think everybody feels that and just cranks it up just that, that much more so we can keep playing as long as we're able to. Well, let's talk about your time then at Montana State. I know that you've gone through so much, battled so many different injuries, but here you are now as a senior and a captain wearing the legacy number. So, uh, first of all, I've talked to several of your other classmates, the other senior guys about this too. When it comes to just enjoying it, enjoying the moment and, and soaking it all in, how have you got about that? And, and uh, I mean, has it started to sink in that, that your days as a Bobcat are, are winding down? Um, Yeah, man, it, it's tough, you know, because you want to – you know, you want to soak it in, but also you got to stay focused and keep working. Uh, just keep moving forward. You can't really stop. And, you know, you can definitely take time to appreciate it, but you got to always keep your eyes up, keep moving forward. So um, I think the main thing is just soaking in my time with all these guys. I, you know, I love this team. I love all my teammates. Um, so just enjoying that time I got together with them, spending extra time in the locker room, you know, kind of just shooting the shit, uh, just being around these guys as much as possible is, uh, just doing that as much as I can. Well, it, it's an awesome time in your life, and I know you'll always look back on this and, and remember these times fondly. What have you thought about just going through this whole experience with the guys that are in your class? I mean, this has been a, a crazy and weird time in college athletics and at Montana State, too, with a coaching transition several years back and, of course, you know the pandemic and all that went along with that. So what have you thought of just going through it with this group of guys that you've done it with? Um, it, it's been awesome, man. Um, you know, I remember coming in as a freshman, we had, I want to say 32 guys in our class. Uh, someone, so I think it was Hero Sports or somebody said we were, you know, number three ranked class in the SDS, best class Montana State had ever gotten. 
and um, it just dwindled down pretty quick. I think by the next year we only had about 14 of us left, and all the way down to here, you know, there's only five of us left between me, Trayton, Derek, Lane, and Lavelle Price. So, um, you know, I, I loved all those dudes that stuck it out for, for the four or five years, but uh, this group that stuck it out for six years, man, are, are really brothers to me. Um, you know, obviously – me, Trayton, and Lane being Montana guys, um, we had those ties, and we're really tight. Uh, Derek has become one of my best friends. Obviously, he's my roommate, so I love doing it with him. And then I think Lavelle, man, is just – I love that kid and his relentless, you know, effort in this program. And just for him to stick it out, you know, obviously sitting behind Ty Okada is in a tough spot to be because that kid was such a stud. But um, I think everybody saw what Lavelle could be, but he was just waiting his turn, man. And I was so dang proud of that kid for sticking it out. And, you know, here he is having a breakout season just like everybody thought thought he would. So uh, I just love all those guys, man. They put in so much work. And we've been through, like, a, a lot, like you said, coaching changes, uh, up and down seasons. Um, but we've always just stuck together and, and just had great times together. And I'm definitely going to remember all those guys for the rest of my life. Well, I, I love the Montana angle of that for some of you guys that have been around since the beginning. And, and at this point, I mean, Snell's got to be like an honorary Montanan, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'd say a lot of the best you can get. I love it. Nolan Askelson here uh, on Nuan is now ESPN Radio. Uh, for you, I mean, I know that the, the knee injuries have, have been brutal for you, but you've kept coming back. So, I mean, what have been the things that have kept you motivated through all that? And how have you been able to persevere through all that? Um. Man, I think it's just like I said, I just I just love this damn team so much, man. I love all my teammates. Um, you know, the stuff we go through together uh, just creates such strong bonds, you know. Just the way we do things around here and, and the type of work we put in, um, it's just you create those inseparable bonds with these guys, man. And, you know, they're doing so much for you. You, you never want to let those guys down. So, in my mind, if I ever had a chance to come back and, you know, get healthy and help this team win games and – uh, help help my teammates succeed. You know, that's that's all I ever wanted to do. And I just wanted to be out here with these guys again because I just have so much fun with all of them. So, you know, this my days of playing football are windling down, so I definitely had to get as many as I could. And wearing the, the, the jersey that you get to wear, I mean, I know that this is uh, something that's been going on now for a while, and uh, it's it's gained quite a bit of prestige and tradition. So what have you thought of being number 41? Uh, it's been awesome, man. It's, it's, it's a true honor for sure. Um, like I've said a lot, you know, just looking back at the guys who've worn it before me and think I'm being, you know, mentioned uh, with them is, is pretty special because those are all guys that I looked up to and respected so much. We're great, great players, but also just great people and great leaders. So uh, it's been pretty special, man. And, you know, some some little kids that come up and, and just know me, not really know me, but know the number and, and come say what's up or, or wearing my jersey. Um, it's it's pretty special, and I'm definitely super grateful for that. And and some of those memories, I, again, I'll remember for a long time. Noel Askelson here on Nuanas Now ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television and the ESPN MT app. He's a senior linebacker there uh, at Montana State. Uh, last couple of things for you. First of all, let's talk about NAU. I know we're only talking on a Monday, so you're probably just diving into it. But uh, I mean, as you mentioned, every every game in the Big Sky is a huge challenge. So, uh, what's the keys for you guys this weekend? Um. I think first is just bouncing back, man. We got to bring the right mentality. Um, like I said, we can't beat ourselves up too much or, you know, hang on that loss for too long, man. We got to get right back to work. But, um, you know, it's a good football team, so we're gonna have to bring it. Um, got to expect their best shot, just like every team. Um, but they like to swing the 
swing the rock around. So uh, just got to make sure our pass rush is getting home and, and give them time to get home in the back end and make sure we're doing a good job uh, covering up routes, recognizing formations. And, you know, same same as usual, you know, it's, it's a new week and a new team, but uh, the recipe is usually pretty similar. Well, last thing for you, and I know that you'll probably be able to answer this better in a couple months, but I'll ask you now when I got it, got you here. Uh, what what sort of impact do you think that this entire experience has had just on your life? And what have you learned from just these last handful of years being a Bobcat? Oh, dang, man. Oh, so much. That's, that's a tough one. Um, man, I think just just growing as a man, um, learning who I am and, and my values and, you know, what I believe in, um, just being around so many, obviously, different coaches who – who have different philosophies, but also just being around different teammates who are from so many different perspectives, I think is truly a blessing to be able to, you know, interact with so many different people and hear so many different sides of things and, you know, how people view things and what they think and uh, being able to just take all that stuff in and, and build your own identity and, and your own beliefs um, is just really helped shape who I am. And uh, just, just that respect and that work ethic that uh, you have to have to play here, man, with this culture you, we have here, you got to be tough and you got to work hard and, and you got to show respect to everybody. And I think just those interactions and being able to deal with people um, is something that I'm definitely going to take into the real world and, and I think be able to apply in, in any job that I have going forward. Well, it's one of the coolest parts about college sports in general, one of the coolest parts about covering sports in the state of Montana. Nolan Askelson here on to on now. Man, it seems like yesterday you were a Wildcat quarterback for the Billings Senior Brox, and now here you are as a, a super senior there for the Cats. Proud of you, man, and thanks so much for taking some time with us here today. Yeah, no, appreciate you, Coulter. Appreciate all the coverage you've given me. Um, you guys do great work over there, so thank you. Part of the glory of building a business comes from leaving a legacy to ensure your business continues thriving into the future. Have you asked yourself lately, what is your plan? Forming a personalized business succession plan is essential to know the passion you put into your business will carry on. Nick Tabor at Westpac Wealth is here to help you navigate all your business succession and retirement planning needs. Give Nick a call at 728-6699 and keep the spirit of possibility vibrant while making your future more tax efficient with a personalized business succession and retirement plan for you. Hi, I'm attorney Dave Maldonado, a seasoned litigator with over a decade of experience in Montana. Have you been injured in a car accident? If so, remember insurance companies want to give you as little money as possible. There's a reason why they have the biggest buildings in the largest cities. Don't let big insurance bully you. Visit BigSkyDefender.com today to see how I can help you get fair compensation for your injuries. The consultation's free and the fight's real. Well, let's go to one of the other Highway 1 boys. He is on the Rangers Brothers RV phone line here on Nuanas now. It's Jackson Lee, a junior safety for Montana, and the guy who had a pick six last week uh, in Montana's 40 to nothing win over Northern Colorado. Jackson, thanks for taking a minute, man. How you doing? I'm good. Thank you guys for having me on. Thank you, thank you. First of all, I had talked to you in a little while. We talked to you back in the day when you were a high school guy and on, on your way to Montana, but it's been a couple years, so... Um, just take us through the, this uh, breakout year you're in the midst of. I know you played uh, a little bit the last, actually quite a bit the last couple of years, but and now here you are playing a pretty prominent role in the Grizz defense. So uh, just take people through this the the hard work that went into it and uh, what's it like just you know getting an opportunity, an elevated opportunity there in Montana. Oh uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, basically, I mean, just kind of doing what the plan has been the whole time, just kind of waiting for 
a opportunity to get a showcase yourself and uh it's something that i think everyone here goes through they just kind of go and they work and you don't hear about them for a couple of years but then at some point the work pays off and you get to see a little field time well, when you got the ball in your hands these last couple of weeks, uh, it, you looked like uh, back in the, the Flint Creek days, looked like you were playing eight-man again. So, <laughs> I mean, a lot of times defensive guys don't know where to go, but you had the ball so much in your hands in high school, both at uh, Flint Creek and at Missoula Sentinel, too. So, I mean, what was it like just having the ball back in your hands? It looked like you felt pretty comfortable. <laughs> uh, honestly, like, I don't know. I kind of, like, black out during those moments. It feels like it feels like I have no idea what's going on. It's just all of a sudden – the play starts, and all of a sudden, you're on the sideline celebrating. So, I mean, it, I mean, it, don't get me wrong, it feels awesome, but he kind of just, I don't know, it just goes dark, and it just happens. It's weird. It certainly. I mean, that, that's one of the great parts about playing at Washington Grizzly Stadium, though, right? Oh, no doubt. Well, uh, take us through the defensive performance last week. I mean, Northern Colorado, obviously, a, a team that's struggled to find some wins this year. But 94 yards of total offense and zero points on the board, no matter who you're playing, you know, you play against air, and that's good numbers. So, I mean, what, what, what went into the, last week's great defensive performance and how are you guys able to, to post the shutout? And also, how much proud do you take in, the, in posting the shutout? Oh, yeah. I mean, that, that was a great defensive effort, great team effort, um, to say the least. But uh, whenever you have your defensive front linebackers landing on the quarterback repeatedly, he's going to just start coughing up footballs and, getting it out as fast as possible because he's getting sick of hit. So, I mean, that was just a great, great team effort, I guess. Everyone doing their 111th, and it leads to stuff like that, big shutouts. I mean, they're not easy to come by at all, so we got to celebrate that and uh, not take that for granted because that was a good win. Jackson Lee joining us here uh, on is now part of our first look presented by Town Pump, Montana hosts Sac State on uh, Saturday evening at Washington Grizzly Stadium. It's definitely the game of the week in the Big Sky Conference and also probably on the FCS level other, other than North Dakota State, South Dakota State. So all eyes are going to be on uh, Missoula, Montana. Jackson is a Phillipsburg native. I love this new nickname you guys got. The Highway 1 boys, you and Braxton Hill. So funny. Coach Hawk was like, Riley Wilson brought it up at the press conference. Coach Hawk was like, you never been to Highway 1. But then Braxton Hill straightened him out and said, oh, no, Riley Wilson's been to Highway 1. We took him down there, showed him the showed him the ropes. But, I mean, on a serious note, just being from a small town, that's what makes Montana football so great is how many small town guys have made it big at, at the University of Montana. So, I mean, how much pride do you have just in representing Peaberg? And, you know, what do you think of this, uh, this new nickname, the Highway 1 boys? I mean, yeah, it's something that right when we got here, we just started calling each other because, I mean, I know Brax, and I was just a peewee, and he so is he, but uh, it it's, it's really means a lot. I mean, this is what you grow up looking forward to do, and shame on Riley for not remembering Highway 1 because how <laughs> could you forget such a beautiful place? But, uh, yeah, it, it's awesome. I mean, it means a lot having the support, not just from family, but, like, community and everything. This is, this is what you grow up wanting to do. Well, it's awesome, and it's what—it's uh, the stories that people live for when it comes to to Grizz football. Um, just take us through the, the 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 run you guys have been on. I mean, I know you always have high expectations there with Grizz football. Certainly, a tough start to the Big Sky Conference season down there in Flag, but you guys have certainly uh, turned it around and and surged now into November. So, what have been the biggest differences? How are you guys able to dominate the entire month of October? What do you think of this opportunity you have in front of you now, coming down the stretch here? I mean, yeah, obviously we had a good 3-0 start in non-conference play, but uh, a couple close ones, uh, they weren't pretty. And 
got beat opening weekends, Flagstaff, and that really sucked, but it was kind of like a gut check. Like, this isn't going to be easy. We had our goals from the start, but they're not just going to be handed to you. And, I mean, uh, don't get me wrong, NAU is a really good team. It's just not one that we fully expected that outcome, and it sucks. So, uh, it, good gut check, and we kind of needed it, and we're able to capitalize, which has been awesome. And uh, we just got to be more focused one game at a time. Don't overlook anybody. Don't. Don't prepare for anything else but the upcoming Saturday. So we're just going to focus in on Sac State. We're not even going to talk about anything that's after that and just go beat Sac State. That's that's all we're worried about right now. Well, certainly easy to focus when it's the number seven team in the country and a team that has a, a rare three-game winning streak against Montana. So, I mean, how much do the past matchups play into this one, and what do you think of just the matchup on Saturday night? I mean, yeah, they, they've had our number the past couple of years. Uh, two years ago here in the stadium and then last year we had a, another nail biter um but under the lights hopefully get a little cold and brisk in here and uh bring them out here and hopefully we can uh we can get a jump on them and play some montana football the montana football we have been playing the past couple of two weeks well uh, last thing for you then when it comes to the matchup i mean caden bennett number one the quarterback he runs around all over the place they debuted a new uh, freshman quarterback last week very similar to what you guys had uh in kiali ayat coming in as well uh but i mean two quarterbacks that's not that uncommon these days what do you think of that part of the matchup uh how difficult is it to prepare when there's maybe multiple guys and multiple guys that can kind of run around I mean, yeah, the, the both very very athletic quarterbacks one being young and i don't have much film on them yet but uh yeah, we just got to do – I mean, we have a game plan set in. I mean, we just have to do our 111th every time, have great eye discipline, uh, discipline what we do. And uh, we just got to attack our objective and do it better than they do. And I think that if we do our jobs correctly, then we can – I mean, we can take on teams that have multiple quarterbacks. We just got to do our job. Every, every person has to do their own job. He's Jackson Lee. Phillipsburg native, Missoula Sentinel graduate, and uh, a junior safety there at the University of Montana joining us here on Nuanas Now. Jax, thanks for being here, man, and best of luck on Saturday night. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Blackfoot Communications continues to lift up our local entrepreneurs, delivering the resources needed to transform ideas into businesses. Our C2M beta program was founded with the mission to connect local entrepreneurs to more. With access to more professional expertise, more state-of-the-art technology, and more development resources, our 12-week program delivers the foundational and modern skills required to transform influential ideas into thriving businesses. Apply today at goblackfoot.com slash apply. Old Works Golf Course is one of the most challenging tracks you will find anywhere in Montana, and that's why they host so many of the premier golf tournaments around the Treasure State. The 18-hole course measures at more than 7,700 yards, making it one of the longest courses in the Big Sky State. The Jack Nicholas design comes from one of the best players of all time and one of the world's leading course designs. Jack Nicholas has designed over 310 courses, including this gem located in Anaconda, Montana. Montana. Although right now, golf season is coming to a close, the Old Works Golf Course PGA Improvement Center, featuring PGA professional Andrew Alamey, is now open all winter. Andrew can help you with expert swing and mental coaching, plus custom club fitting, and they have multiple state-of-the-art track band simulators. If you're ready to get into golf or take your game to the next level, call Old Works 406-563-5989. And be sure to check out Jack's Grill while you're there. Jack's Grill is also open year-round. Old Works Golf Course, a gem of the Treasure State located in Anaconda. 
Honda Montana. Sounds like we got our Grizz Star of the Week. He also happens to be the Big Sky Conference Player of the Week on the defensive side of the ball. It's Riley Wilson, a sophomore linebacker for the University of Montana. Where's number 42 out there uh, for the Grizzlies? Uh, Riley, I got to tell you, first of all, first of all, thanks for joining us. Um, 42, it's an inside joke in my family, but it's always been, it was my dad's favorite number. Uh, it was my high school basketball number, and it was also the number my brother wore for the Grizz a long time ago. So uh, I've always had an affinity, always looking out there for who's number 42. So uh, happy to have a number 42 on the show. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. Just first and foremost, just thank you so much for having me. And uh, yeah, you know, kind of when I jumped in the portal and came here, you know, Coach Hawk was like, hey, we want you to wear number 42. And I was like, hey. Let's roll with it. So he sounds like the – he was telling me there's a bunch of legends who's played in this number, you know. So I was just a great opportunity to wear it, and I'm loving it. I'm sticking with it, and uh, hopefully I can wear it for the rest of my career here. Oh, I love it, man. Well, I uh, I don't know if you remember, but I ran into you downtown this summer before the season starts, so we got oh, to – Oh, yeah. We I got absolutely to, do. Yeah. yeah, we got to talk about football a little bit, and that, that was awesome. But yep. I remember talking with you and just saying, man, you're going to fit in great here because you're from Texas – they love football in Texas. We love football in Montana. It's as simple as that. So, I mean, how's your experience been so far? I haven't seen you in a while, so how's it been going? I'm loving it, yeah. And uh, pretty much whenever me and you last touched base, you know, just talking about the similarities for Montana and just versus Texas, the mindset football is, is just it's so similar, you know. Texas, you know, football is like a religion and same exact thing here in Montana. So I'm loving it. You know, I'm just got to give glory to God in this you know, I'm just very blessed just to be here and just in front of this stadium and this school, man. It's just, it's truly a blessing. Well, a lot of people would say going to Hawaii and then leaving Hawaii and coming to the cold winter in Montana makes you crazy. But I know you're really enjoy, <laughs> enjoying yourself. So, uh, I mean, you mentioned just when Coach Hawk was first recruiting you, but, I mean, you fit in great. And since you've been back healthy, you've been contributing at a big level as well. So, uh, just on the field, Thank how's you. it been going? What's, uh, what's it been like just playing for this Grizz defense? You know, uh, I really do like this defense. You know, I feel like just like you said, you know, it's a great defense that really fits my needs and the type of playmaker I am. So I love it, just the attack mentality. And I just like ultimately how it puts me in positions to make plays. So I'm loving it. And, you know, whenever you enter your name in the portal, you kind of, you know, know what uh, situation you're going to get yourself into. But I'll tell you what, God's put me in a special place. And uh, I'm loving this defense. And, Hopefully it's going to show because I feel like we're making some plays and uh, we're really starting to build an identity here. Chris Star of the Week presented by Ryan and Miller Law. Ryan and Miller Law, your Montana attorneys. Riley Wilson is our guest right now. He's also the Big Sky Conference Defensive Player of the Week. Three sacks, four tackles for loss last week uh, against Northern Colorado. I mean, you mentioned just the, the teamwork that it takes, and I think that that's one thing that's brilliant to watch about your guys' defense is just how ec- every mechanism has has a cog in making a play so just break down like the pass rush for example like what all goes into that that helps you get free off the edge for a sack yeah you know uh coach Hulk, uh, really emphasizes you know just especially on the defensive aspects of things and just schematic wise you know everyone doing their 111 you know especially whenever it comes into play for pass rush you know i made the play but you know it all starts up front you know the d line filling those gaps taking up blockers just so, you know, I can come free or another guy to come free. And then it also helps the back in the secondary, you know, whenever those guys are attaching to their man and hitting in their drops, it, a lot of those come from coverage sacks as well. So it really just goes down to everyone doing their job 
and just uh, at the end of it, someone's going to make the play. So last week it happened to me a couple of times, but, you know, it, it all comes down to everyone doing their jobs, and uh, that's really just it. Well, it seems like that you guys are gaining momentum as a defensive unit as well. I mean, what goes into that? And, uh, I mean, do you agree? I mean, you kind of feel it when you watch you guys. Oh, yeah, no doubt. You know, I feel like the defense is at a spot right now where we have really uh, made a statement of what this program is about. And most importantly, you know, we're making plays, we're getting the ball back, and that's what builds a lot of momentum. So I think that's what we really just build off of each weekend. Each week is just getting plays making the most out of it, and especially whenever, you know, our offense is doing the best and they need us to support them. You know, they have they have our back, and we always got theirs. Riley Wilson here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television and the ESPN MT app. I want to ask you about a couple of your senior teammates because, uh, first of all, they have great stories uh, just for their, uh, oh, yeah. uh, just the, the way that they've sort of overcame a lot of different things and, and gotten to this point, but I also know, Braxton Hill and Levi Janet Carroll, they love Grizz football about as much as anybody, and, and they are absolutely certainly worthy uh, captains for uh, this Grizz football team. So, uh, I mean, just tell me about those guys. I'm sure that they've showed you a lot when it comes to the defense, but also just the ropes in the state of no Montana doubt. in general. No doubt. You know, first coming here from Hawaii, you know, the transition, it was definitely a 360, especially the weather-wise and stuff. You know, uh, I didn't really know where I'd, who I'd live with who I'd fit in there, who'd be my guys and stuff. And, you know, when I got here, Coach Hawk and uh, a couple of other coaches like, hey, this this house has some spots open, you know. And uh, believe it or not, it was uh, Levi Janicaro, Braxton Hill, and uh, Tyler Slink, and Alex Gubner, and uh, Hank Noose. So I got thrown into that uh, house, and it's just been awesome. Those guys just uh, mean the world to me, Braxton and just Levi. The, the, the mentality, the way they introduced me to this program, just got to work hard play hard and just ultimately have that attack mentality. So it's been great. So fortunate for everything they taught me schematically wise. You know, this defense is unique. They've both been here a long time. They've played here. They've shown me the ropes and uh, they really just guided me. So it's been a blessing to have them here, you know, and they're having a hell of a year, both of them. So I'm really proud of them. Well, I got to ask you, I mean, you got, you got Gub, you got, Yep. Hank Noose, you got those two, and you got, I mean, what are the grocery bills like at this house? I mean, this you guys oh, are putting yeah. Albertsons out of business. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, we got to go in bulk, so we got to hit Costco. <laughs> so, you know, we make the Costco trips, and then, you know, it's a, it's chaos. Every night, it's chaos. Someone's fighting for the air fryer. Someone's fighting for the microwave. But it's it's a great time, you know. it uh, It's truly such a blessing just to have that type of community and bond with these guys. It's just, we're, we're best friends, you know, we're like brothers and it's been amazing just to come here and, you know, just to fit in so well and have these guys just open me with just arms, just open arms. And just, it's been great, but yes, the grocery bills are high, but you know, it, it, we have a lot of fun. Well, it's awesome. Man. Riley Wilson, our good star of the week here on New Orleans. Now ESPN radio is presented by Ryan and Miller law. You're my Montana attorneys. We've only got about a minute left, so I'll just ask you one more question then. I know it's only Tuesday, so you guys are just getting into it, getting in the game plan and all that, but uh, another opportunity at home, a night game under the lights, and you got a top-ten team coming to town. So what do you think of this matchup Saturday night against Sac State? You know, this is a huge game for us in this program, you know, coming down to November. You know, this program builds off of the ones in November everyone remembers. So, you know, right now we're just taking it week by week and just – 
ultimately they're just rising to this occasion. You know, they're like you said, they're a ranked opponent. They're a good team, so we're just getting in the books schematically and just aligning to what they have shown and just doing our part. Just to, so when they get here, we can show them what Grizz football is about. And uh, hopefully, it's a little cold, so uh, the Cali guys will be a little unready. Hopefully it's very cold. We're always rooting for exactly big-time cold. Riley Wilson here on Nuwana's Now. He's the Big Sky Conference Defensive Player of the Week and our Grizz Star of the Week. Thanks for being here, Riley, and good luck with the rest of the year, but uh, best of so luck much. on Saturday. Thanks for being here. Yeah, thank you so much for you guys having me. Have a good one. Join Town Pump's Pump It Up Rewards Plus program and never pay full price for fuel again. Save five cents on every gallon every day at any town pump across Montana. Plus, earn and redeem points on your favorite in-store items to get free stuff with our clubs. Stop in and pick up a rewards card. Download the Pump It Up Rewards Plus app today. Or visit townpump.com rewards to register and start saving. Town.